Welcome to the podcast of New City Church. We hope this podcast inspires you on your journey of inward and outward transformation. Please join us on Sundays. You can find more information on our website, grownewcity.church. God bless you. I was uh, reflecting on some things that I've had to relearn or unlearn since I was a kid. Did any of you grow up with like messages that you heard as a kid that you just kind of assumed were true and then once you became an adult you were like oh that's not exactly how life is and so i had some mistaken thoughts uh as a kid and so for example um i thought that quicksand would pose a much bigger threat in my life (laughs) like every movie has uh, people being swallowed up by sand and i'm like oh gosh so this is something i should really watch for Adult, my, my, once I leave my home, it could be quicksand anywhere around the corner. Watch out. Uh, and, and as I'm an adult, you know, I, um, maybe this is just my quicksand privilege showing, but I just haven't run into quicksand uh, at all, really. Um, and so, uh, so there was a mistaken thought as, as a kid that there was something that I perceived would be the case that ended up not being quite the case once I became an adult. Um, I had a mistaken thought that uh, dating was the pinnacle of relationships. And, and I thought like, wow, like, like going to a dinner with someone and talking to them is like the pinnacle of what it means to connect with someone. Um, and I would find out that that, that was not the case, that, that relationships can be really beautiful and actually like um, some relationships can grow finer with age and that there's a beauty beyond what Disney movies show. Like there's a beauty beyond just commitment. There's something deep and powerful and rich. And I was like, wow, wow, this is so much better than what I realized as a kid. And one of my mistaken thoughts as a kid was that laziness exists. Um, I, I just remember hearing lots of, um, you know, in, in school and in, in shows or whatever, being like, oh my gosh, this person's so lazy. This person is so lazy. They're not going to do anything. And it's like a character fault. Like somehow this person is wrong or, or defective because they don't want to work. Um, and as I've been an adult, I've realized that laziness is actually a compositive uh, of a lot of different things. Like laziness might be uh, because there was a lack of co-creation for tasks, a scarcity of hope, insufficient skill, absence of relationships, or mental and physical barriers. But it's not because of like a character default, like, wow, this person is giggly, this person's lazy. It's like this person is living in circumstances where on the inside and outside, they might just not be working that much. But um, I have also found that people uh, in the right conditions, with the right types of support, love working, passionately work. Uh, people uh, find meaning in work. People find themselves in a, when, they're, when they're working on something. And I don't just mean like your nine to five job. I mean like the, putting your hand to the grindstone and struggling and putting an effort and focus, putting concerted effort. People love that. And in the right circumstances, laziness stops being a thing. And also, like, maybe it's not evil if you're not productive literally all the time. Like, maybe, maybe it's just okay if, if you, it's like, even if you are a little bit lazy, like, maybe that's, like, not the biggest thing that God is worried about in the world. Uh, and so, uh, so I, I think, um, yeah, there, there is a real, like, sacredness that can be found in work. And I also find that people have such a distorted or problematic or extractive relationship to work 
that the beauty of what work can provide is often lost. I have a lot of conversations with people as a pastor. Uh, people ask me for advice all the time, people, social media messaging, whatever. And a lot of times people ask me, um, how can I focus more so I can work? How can I work harder? And what I found is that uh, often conversations that start with how come I can't work more end with how come I don't know how to rest. You know, like <laughs> a lot of people who are like, I, uh, Pastor, I just don't know how to get my head in the game. I just don't know. Like, I, I, I know what I'm supposed to do and I just somehow can't do it. Like, how do I work harder? And eventually we peel back the layers and what is underneath that is our inability to rest. Our inability to actually find, like, repose within ourselves, to calm down, to be able to let our body know that it doesn't have to work constantly all the time. Like, and it's because we are unable to get in touch with our rest that we are unable to get in touch with the sacredness of good and right work. It's because we don't know how to like downshift that we don't know how to rev up. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So uh, uh, there's, there's a certain um, reciprocal relationship here. And I just want to name that like resting is as Christian of an activity as so-called evangelism or reading the Bible or prayer. Like we see in the book of Exodus, this command for Sabbath that is as emphatically important as anything else in, in, it's in the 10 commandments. It made the top 10. It's up there with not murdering people. <laughs> like don't murder people, find a day to rest. Like these are the two things that we're trying to do right now. And like uh, in the book of Exodus, if you've been reading the book of Exodus, you see Sabbath theology all over the place. In fact, I would argue that you can't understand the book of Exodus unless you grapple with the reality of Sabbath. You will never really understand what it means for the people to have left slavery under Pharaoh unless you wrestle with Sabbath. You'll never really understand what it means to wander through a wilderness unless you wrestle with Sabbath. You'll never really be able to understand the miracle of a community finding freedom unless you wrestle with Sabbath. And that's hard for us because we uh, are in a society that really values productivity. We're in a society that really values hard work and um, what is, uh, name some nauseating words, optimization, you know, synergy. Like we're, we're in a society that like really has developed a lot of ways to work really hard and, and uh, sometimes rest is a little less available to us. Here's a mistaken thought that I had as an adult. I used to think that days off were either optional or for the purpose of getting back to work. You know what I mean? Like there's, the, there's like leadership literature out there that's like the reason why you take, work, take days off is because you have to sharpen your ax and then you go to the tree and you can keep hack. If you don't take days off, your ax is gonna dull and you have to take days off to sharpen yourself so you can continue deforesting the world. Like that's like literally how we talk about leadership formation. Like you take time off so that you can get back more refreshed. And I think that is as idolatrous as a golden calf. Like that is as problematic and anti-Christian and uh, anti-God as, as trying to idolize something because rest isn't just about like getting back to work. 
Rest is about encountering God. Sabbath is about spending time with your creator and becoming a little bit more like God. Sabbath is about realizing that you don't control the world, that God's spirit controls the world, and you have the privilege of participating in it. And that is a complete paradigm shift from the culture that we're living in right now. That is a complete 180 from what we are incentivized to do. And so we have to take this really seriously, not just looking at this as like, oh yeah, another activity that we can do, but as something we must spiritually uproot within ourselves in order to discover what rest truly looks like for us. So we have this community that is, uh, in, in case you don't know what part of the Exodus story we're in, like they're just wandering through the desert, right? Like it's 40 days of hiking. I just got back from uh, four days of hiking in Zion National Park, and I was like, I'm, I'm pretty good not hiking anymore. <laughs> you know, like, I'm pretty... <laughs> that was fun. We hiked 35 miles in three days. And I was like, I'm good now. I'm just going to sit in a chair for the rest of my life. And, uh, and, and so there's this community that hasn't been walking for four days, but for 40 years. And uh, Moses and the community discern God telling them that it is time to rest. That, that they must observe a weekly day off where they don't work in order to become more like God. That a Sabbath rest is so important that um, we're not even supposed to like start fires in our house or start our houses on fire. We can't even do either of those things <laughs> as much as we want because Sabbath is so important that we have to create space for it. I wanted, I want to be really clear that this community wandering through the desert wasn't told, uh, start to rest once you arrive at the right spot. Don't, they weren't told, start to rest once all of your family drama is settled. Mm? Or start to rest once you find that right job. Or start to rest once you and your roommate stop fighting. They were, there is a mandate to rest regardless of what is going on in your life. Do you understand the, the power of that? That every seven days, Sabbath is about recognizing a freedom that might not even be available to us, but we're practicing it today. Pract uh, practicing a rest that isn't available to us for the rest of the week that we're practicing today. Sabbath is the day when we live into a freedom and rest God wants us to have, even when it seems like we are nowhere near it. So in that regard, it's, it's an act of revolutionary futurism, uh, an act of imagination saying like, what might the world be like if we were able to rest? Let's not just brainstorm this, let's live it. Let's try to rest right now and then see what world comes out of that. In the, in the capitalist mantra, rest helps you get back to work. But in the Sabbath mantra, Work helps you return to Sabbath. The center of gravity is rest and encountering God. And we work because we have to work in order to be able to find our way back. Um, and so today on Mother's Day, it's worth asking, what would it take for all mothers to be able to experience sacred rest weekly? Well, well, well. <laughs> Are these questions that we're ready for the answers for? <laughs> um, 
but like uh, again and again, like the Exodus wasn't like okay. Uh, Sabbath for the people who are already like well established or Sabbath for the people who have their whole life uh, together or Sabbath for the people who are like not waking up every two hours. <laughs> like the biblical mandate is that there is Sabbath universally, that all people can rest. And so we as a community, including non-mothers, have to ask ourselves, how might we support mothers such that mothers would be able to experience a weekly rest? And you know, I brainstormed some things uh, that might help contribute to that a little bit. Uh, uh, but <laughs> there, I think the, the whole point is like, we need to have a universal buy-in for rest. We need to have a community-wide commitment that all people get to rest. We need to have a village venture that shows that we all get to rest. And, uh, and, and believing that that is something that is not only possible, but called upon us by God. You know what I mean? And so, for this bedtime story, maybe we say goodnight work. <laughs> uh, we, we look at all the things in our life where we are so committed, or, or we're so convinced that we are the center of the universe and if we don't do this, then everything is gonna fall apart. And maybe we tell ourselves that um, uh, we can walk out on faith and we can walk out on trust in God. That if we take a day of rest, the day that God asked us to take, that maybe things are gonna be okay. And if we lean into community to support ourselves in taking that day of rest, maybe we'll end up with more than the sum of our parts. This is the Sabbath multiplication and I think it'll change everything. So uh, uh, blessings for you this week, and I want to challenge and encourage you to take a day off. Amen, amen. amen. <laughs>